Welcome to the People's Church Sermoncast. You can join us for our live worship services on Sundays at 10 a.m. People's Church is located at the corner of Mill Plain and Andreessen in Vancouver, Washington. Please visit our website at peoplesvancouver.church to learn more about our community and how you can get involved. And now for this week's sermon. You're listening to the sermon cast from People's Church of Vancouver, Washington. You're invited to join us on Sunday mornings at 10:30 a.m. We're located at 6801 East Mill Plain Boulevard in Vancouver, Washington. For more information, visit us at peopleschurchvancouver.org. Now for this week's sermon. Well, it is such an honor to be here with you today. Uh, to be able to come up here and be with you all and and see what's going on in the midst of all this craziness that we have experienced. Um, I, uh, of course, stop at my daughter and my granddaughters, and they, they keep me laughing all the time. The youngest one is six, and her mother, I was telling Grace last night, her my daughter said, tell Grace that she'll get a kick out of this. My littlest one and her name is Mercedes. We call her Sadie, but she is a Mercedes. Everything has to be perfect. Everything. When you take a picture of her, she has to pose. Uh, she. Everything is just you know Hollywood for her. Well, her mother gave her some opportunities to earn a little extra money. So this past week, she had some little duties to do around the house above and beyond her normal chores. And she was going to pay her for it so she could have her little bank that Grandpa got her and put her money in there. And so the other day, Christy was laying on the couch uh, doing a little assignment thing. And uh, Sadie came down and she looked down at her mother and she said, Mom, I did this, 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 and this. Oh, well, you got those extra chores and everything done and it's done good? She said, of course. And then she got down and looked into my daughter's eyes and she said, now pay up. <laughs> she, she is such a character. Oh, my. My son bought her and her sister some board games. And they've been practicing and they were upset with me that my son didn't come up with me. I said, what's this all about bringing Matt up? She says, the oldest one says, we have been practicing, and we're going to work your son over real good when he gets here. So (laughs) the characters, the both of them. So praise the Lord for grandkids, right? And when it's all over, we get to leave, and my daughter, she takes care of them. I don't have to put up with all the other stuff. Would you turn over in your Bibles to Jeremiah chapter 29, a wonderful set of verses in here that I'd like to begin with and uh, share with you this morning in search of. Uh, how many of you remember the weekly program in search of that was narrated by Leonard Nimoy, better known as Mr. Spock? And they searched and they went into these different places and they searched out answers for ancient aliens and, and uh, the tomb of Cleopatra and uh, all these unique different things. It was kind of interesting every week. And uh, the, actually, the, the voice for that that was supposed to originally have done it was Rod Serling. But he had died, and so Leonard Nimoy took that position. It's kind of interesting to go back and look at some of these, 
some of these things. In search of. And if you're in Jeremiah 29, verse 11 is this beautiful verse. It says this. Um, For I know the thoughts that I have toward you, that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Then shall you call upon me, you shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. Now watch this. And you will seek me and find me when you shall search for me with all your heart, and I will be found of you. I love that. Look what he says. You shall, in verse 13, you shall seek me and find me when you shall search for me with all your heart. Hebrews eleven six 6 has this wonderful verse that says, they that come to God must believe that he is, that God exists, okay? And that he is a rewarder for those who diligently search for him. Listen to that. The reason why we stay after God, the reason why we search him for his wisdom is because we know that he rewards us for searching for him. We search. Recently over the last month, I began to have some feelings and I began to examine. I know now it was the Holy Spirit as we've climbed over this uh, year of uh, uh, our age now and you're starting to want to maybe relax and all these things and kind of things don't matter as much and you're not as intense as you used to be about things. And I was thinking about that and I said, Lord, I, I don't want to be that way. And I find myself in this realm right now with not a lot of responsibilities and here I am and, and so on and so forth. And I began to feel the Lord impress me for some of these verses. And then your pastor said, I want you to come and speak. And I thought, well, that's the Lord giving me a message as well as for myself for you here. And uh, the thing was, is to search for God. And I went back over my life, and I remember those early days in the uh, feeling the call of the ministry and searching for God and, and reading the books and listening to the sermons and meeting with the evangelists and loving their stories. And a lot of that intensity has uh, departed from me, seemingly. And I began to say, Lord, I want to search you with all my heart till the day you take me. But if you'll add some years, I want to I stay in that groove where I search you. And you tell me the secret things and you show me the wonderful things that are there. And so here he tells us he knows his thoughts for us. He knows them. And they're good. Hear that? They're good. And he says that if you will search for me with all your heart, you will find me. Oh, I love this. If you turn over to Hosea chapter, uh, uh, let's see here, to chapter uh, 10 of Hosea. Hosea writes uh, in verse 12 of chapter 10 of the book of Hosea, another wonderful verse here. He says, show to yourselves in righteousness, reap in mercy, break up your fallow ground, for it is time to seek the Lord till he come and rain righteousness upon you. Come, break up the fallow ground, seek after the Lord and he will bring righteousness upon you. My duty and your duty, friends, every day that God gives us life upon this earth is to search out God for his marvelous wisdom, his love, his compassion, his forgiveness, his mercy, is to search him out. You know, we get into situations where uh, the other day I couldn't find my phone. How many of you have, you know, 
We got somebody else to dial the number. And we could, this is the craziest thing. We were out along the Rincon and with a buddy of mine, and we were out there and got talking to some people and whatnot. And I was sharing the Lord with this young guy on his motorcycle, and he was telling me his life story and all these situations. And I said, Lord, give me a break. This guy's controlling the conversation. I want to share you with him somehow or another without being obnoxious or whatever. And so I got an opportunity to share a little with him. And so I went back, and we got in the car, and we were leaving, and I, where did my phone go? I said, well, I know I put it here because I thought I had it on the thing. So we looked down the sides of the seat, and we're driving one of these new fancy Lexus this friend of mine has. And underneath is all this gizmo, and I can't get my hand underneath there. And so on. He's, let me, let me call, make sure it's under the seat. Well, we did it, and we kept looking. We moved the seat forward. We lifted, we pulled it up. I thought, I'm going to have to unbolt the seat, take the seat out. We could hear it ring. We had an idea. I said, sounds like it's over here. And along the side of the hump there, and we, well, it's not, but it's got to be, maybe it's up on the springs. We kept looking, and the young guy says, oh, I'm younger than you guys. I'm joking with us. And he says, let me look. So he got in there, and he kept looking at everything else. And I said, well, well, when I get home, I'll just take my, I'll undo the seat, take five minutes, and we'll find it. As I got in, I reached up to pull the sun visor, and there it was in the sun visor. <laughs> The speaker was down, and the roof buffeted the sound, so it was going down, ricocheting, for all I know, all over the place. But we didn't give up. We kept searching and uh, finally found that phone. It's, it's funny about people leave glasses all over, you know. Where's my glasses? They're on the top of your head, John. Um, you know, all kinds of things that we have to search for. Have you ever given up the search and wish you hadn't later on? Oh, my goodness. We were in Hawaii, and my daughter was about, oh, she was about 11 or 12. And I had won a trip to Hawaii for myself and my two kids to go with our corporate group. And uh, so we all flew over there, and we, I was running down, the got, got the snorkels and mass, and, and my children were laughing. Dad, Dad, what do you slow down? Dad said, come on, come on, we're going to enjoy every minute of this. And, we're running down to Waikiki Beach there from the hotel, and they're giggling and laughing. We got out in the water, and, we, and I, we had our snorkels on, and we're snorkeling around out there in this beautiful, clear blue water. And my daughter comes up, and she's got this bill in her hand, and she says, Dad, look what I found. And she found a $100 bill floating about a foot off of the bottom at Waikiki Beach, $100. Now, it was back, that was a lot of money back then. And uh, she bought this big thing of shells. This, this hanging thing comes down with part of her money, and she still has that today all these years later. But we were searching for what we didn't know. And, you know, that's not what the Christian is. We search for what we do know. We have wonderful promises given to us. We are told if we will search, we will find. If we ask, it will be given. The problem is you and I oftentimes want to stop. And Jesus says, if you knock, keep on knocking. If you ask, keep on asking, you will receive. Continue your search for God all the days of your life. Every situation in our lives, we need to be going to him and searching him for his answers to us and his blessings. In Isaiah 55, 6, or 55 verse 6 says this, Moses tells the children of Israel, or excuse me, Deuteronomy 4.29, Moses says, you shall find him if you seek him with all your heart, with all your soul, with all of your being. 
and uh, in tribulation and things come upon you, seek the Lord. When you can't figure out why your check hasn't arrived from the COVID thing, seek the Lord. When the doctor tells you that you haven't got long to live, seek the Lord. The other day, or a couple of weeks ago, my brother, uh, I went by my brother's upholstery business. It's been in our family since I, I was born. And uh, I said, where is the one employee? He says, oh, you didn't hear. I said, no, what happened? He died. He was a young man that looked like he was 25. He was 40 years old. Epitome of health. Lean, strong, intelligent. Had everything going for him. And his mother went in to check on him. She heard the TV still on. She went in to say something to him. Good night. And there he lay dead with the remote control in his hand. He had reached up to shut off the remote and fell backwards and died in a moment without any trace of anything. And the doctors, when they did the autopsy, still couldn't, there was no drugs, there was none of that stuff. They can't figure out why he died. Isn't that amazing? And I shared a little bit here and there with him, but you wonder if he made it. Did he ever search God? In all of his searches on his motorcycle and the places and stuff that he shared with me, is there a search for God in any of this? And uh, so as we look at what God says to us, that there is some very, very wonderful promises that come when we search for God. Now, some of you have probably heard this before, uh, but it bears, bears, I just got a big kick out of it the other day. You heard about the, about the uh, burglar that broke into the house late at night when he knew that the people were going to be gone. And uh, the residents are gone, and it's a dark night, and he made sure the moon wasn't out, and all these things. And so he was looking, he was searching for what he could loot in the house. And he's going through the cupboards, and he's going through the dressers, and he's grabbing valuables with this trained eye that he has developed. And suddenly he hears a voice come out of nowhere and it says, Jesus is watching you. <laughs> the criminal, he's scared. He thought the residents had come back in or there was a security guard or something. And after a few minutes of silence, however, he assumes it was his imagination. So he goes back to searching. A couple of minutes pass before once again the voice returns. Jesus is watching you. Quite confused, the thief searches the house and checks the front door. But nothing pops out as unusual. He finally decides to move uh, uh, rooms and go into the other room to search there. He finds a parrot and something over in a corner. He wasn't sure what, but he ignores it. Before he can begin to do anything, someone speaks again. Jesus is watching you. The robber realized it was the parrot talking. And he says, is it you who's been talking to me, to the parrot? And the parrot responds, yes. The thief couldn't believe it. So he asks another question, what is your name? Ismael, the parrot replies. The man scoffed, Ismael? What type of idiot names a parrot Ismael? The parrot speaks yet again. The same type of an idiot that names a Rottweiler Jesus. That's what was in the corner, watching. <laughs> you know, your, your pastor's father was just a fine man. I loved Clarence Mulkey like he was my own father. And he was so faithful. He never missed teaching his Sunday school class for years and years and years. He never missed work. 
But uh, one day, the uh, boss noticed that Clarence hadn't showed up for work. And he thought, this is strange. He's never late. He's always here. He never misses work. Well, a little while longer went on, and he got worried about him. And so an hour goes by, and Clarence still hadn't showed up for work. And so he got on the phone, and he called the house to check to make sure that everything was, was okay. And the phone rang and rang and rang and rang, and a little boy's voice answered and said in a whisper, Hello. And um, he says, is your daddy home? And the little voice whispered, yes. And he says, may I talk with him? And the little boy whispered back, who was Pastor Mulkey, whispered, no. And surprised and wanting to talk with an adult, the boss asked, is your mommy there? And the little voice from Pastor Mulkey said, yes. And he says, may I talk with her? And the little voice came back on the phone and whispered, no. Again, the small voice whispered, no. And he, hoping there was someone with whom he could leave a message, the boss asked, is anyone else there? Yes, replied the the little boy, Pastor Mulkey. He said, a policeman. Wondering what a cop would be doing at his employer's home, the boss asked, may I speak with the policeman? The little voice came back and said, no, he's busy talking to mommy and daddy and the fireman, came the whispered voice. He says, well, growing more worried as he heard this, he heard this noise, and it was just a worrying sound. He said, what is that noise? Pastor Mulkey said, it's a helicopter. What is going on there, demanded the boss. Now truly apprehensive this whole scenario. And again whispering, the child answered back, the search team just landed a helicopter in the front yard. Alarmed and confused, a little frustrated, even a little angry, the boss asked, what are they searching for? And Pastor Mulkey's voice came back a moment later and said, me. You knew he had a sense of humor, right? (laughs) In 2 Chronicles chapter 26, there's a wonderful verse there that talks about uh, King Uzziah. And it says this. It says that King Uzziah uh, sought God in the days of Zechariah who had understanding of the visions of God. And as long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. How many of you want to prosper this morning? I want to encourage you to join me in my search for God. He's promised to visit us and bless us and reveal the things of secret and of old unto us if we will get in there and search him diligently as a man would search. Remember the story of the woman who had lost the coin. And she searched her house all over and she swept and she rejoiced that she found this coin, a single coin. Jesus gives us an idea of how we should search for God. And then he gives us the other one about the hundredth lamb that was missing. And the shepherd went after and rejoiced when he found that lost sheep, which represents uh, those of us that had been lost. And Jesus came to seek and save the lost. 
But he talks about the search goes on. And he wants us to search him diligently until we happily find his face and his presence. I was listening to a sermon the other day by Dr. Charles Stanley. Probably the best message I've ever heard him. And I enjoy, how many of you enjoy Dr. Stanley? I, I really enjoy him. He's so sound. And he was talking the other day about... Uh, about people about in, in church and the church at Ephesus, and he was talking about it's possible for church people sometimes to get in the rut of church and that you know your way around and you've been around for a long time and you're going through the routines and all these things without ever really searching for God. And he said that, uh, that without the Holy Spirit rather there and, and, and seeking to be filled with the Spirit is what he was talking about. And he said you could go through all the motions and even the pastor can, can speak because he's done it so many times it gets to be routine. People lead choirs and lead music and sing and, and teach and do things in the church and can do it out of simply a routine matter. And he said this was what Ephesus was doing. They had lost their first love. They were no longer searching for God in all their ways. And he said that this is where the church needs to come back, is that we need to be searching God. Oh, friends, we need to search God every day of our life, not just read and say we're supposed to do these things, we're moral and we're this and that, but we're to have that intimate relationship with God. It says that God came down to Moses and he met him, and Abraham and some of these other men, and they, he met them face to face. What a thought. We search for God. We're searching his face. We want to be intimate. We want to be close. We want him to visit with us. And so we come to this place where God tells us these wonderful promises. If we will seek, if we will ask, he promises that we will find him. You know, in John chapter 12, over along about verse 21, if my memory serves me right, is these men that showed up to the disciples and they said, what do you guys want? And they said, sir, we would see Jesus. Sir, we would see Jesus. That's what we should be doing. We're searching. Oh, what are you searching for? I'm searching for the resurrected one. I'm searching for the one that's coming back for me. I'm searching for the one that the trumpet is going to blow from the skies of heaven itself and from the throne room of God. I'm searching him. I'm searching him with all I got. I don't need a telescope. I don't need a, a cell phone to search him. I just need to search him out of my heart. And all happily we be when we find him and we come into that presence. I am so pleased when I come here a lot of times to see people still coming to the altars. What are you doing? You're searching God. You've got a need. You've got a situation. Instead of just trying to deal with it yourself or being frustrated, you've come to seek God. That's what he wants in our hearts, in our minds, in our spirits. We want to search for God. It's me that he's searching for. It's you that he's searching for. And he's saying to us this morning, I want you to come. You know why? Because if you search for me, you will find me. And three times, you don't do it for 10 years and then back off and say, I've got all this down. We search for the Lord every day. We search him. You don't do it for 10 years and then back off and say, I've got all this down. We search for the Lord every day. We search him from our heart. God's so good to us, isn't he? You have a physical problem and you've just almost given up. The doctors and all those things, search God. Oh God, you may have allowed, want me to have this, but Lord, if it's possible, I come to you. I'm searching you about this.
You see the situation. You may have a financial problem, and you can't go out and earn more money. You can't, you, you know, you, 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 you're probably not going to win the lottery. But you come to the Lord and you say, Lord, you know the situation. It hasn't occurred yet, but I'm seeking your face. David said, your face will I seek, O Lord, most high. Your face will I seek. Have you sought the Lord? Have you got something this morning that you need to bring and search God over? God has the answers. Is there a mystery? I was told the other day about a little boy who they had at the beach down near Malibu. Uh, some of you may have seen it. And he disappeared off the beach. They couldn't figure out what happened to him. He's three years old. And they searched high and low. They thought, well, maybe he got near the water and the water took him out or something. And so they began to search all over. And uh, a little patrol boat that was down farther down the coast saw this little orange and white thing floating in the water. And so they went over and there was the little boy. He was several miles away. He had got in his little floaty. And the current took him, and he was all the way down. Now, can you imagine if they would have stopped their search after the first hour? They searched until they found him. We have come this morning to search our God, that happily we might find him, and he will visit with us. Oh, friends, should we stand this morning? Let's lift our hearts and our hands to him. Let's say, oh, God, I search you this morning. I search you. In tribulation and all these things that, that Moses said, if it comes across my path, I will search you all my heart, all standing. I will search you and no other because you've promised I will find you. Father, we come to you in Jesus' name, Jesus' name this morning in our search for things in life. There's no greater search than searching your face. And Lord, we thank you now for your precious and Lord, may you touch this morning, these that come this morning, to seek your face and uh, search you for the mystery. Touch this morning, these that come this morning, to seek your face and uh, search you for the mysteries that are before us, that we have no answers for, that we have no control over. Lord, even for our sins that we've committed, we come to search you for all your blessing and your kindness to us. We ask it in Jesus' name this morning. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord.